Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Pasha. My name is Gottfried Boafo. Thank you for joining us. Today, we take a look at how African Olympians have fared, as well as the future of the Games. This podcast was recorded in the last week of the Games and may have new medal winners or highlights not mentioned. Joining us for this episode is Kamila Swat, an Associate Professor in Masters in Sport and Entertainment Management at the Hamad bin Khalifa University, Qatar. Compared to previous Olympics, what do you make of the performance of African athletes? Overall, I don't think the African athletes and teams have fared well in comparison to previous games. But to what extent COVID-19 has played a role, it's difficult to say. Uh, Because if you compare the last three Olympics, seemingly all teams have dropped in medal, medal performances. But nevertheless, the top performing teams like the US, uh, People's Republic of China and uh, uh, Russia, um, the, the, all their medals have been less. Um, and the only trend where you see an increase in medal performance has been for host countries. So for example, for London 2012, or now in terms of Japan, you know, they've had an increase, less medals, but more goals. So I think African countries are taking a dip in medal performance. If you look at South Africa, for example, from coming off 10 medals in Rio, um, currently uh, they were ranked at 30, currently they're ranked at 36 with three medals. But I think it's been both the case of being impacted by COVID-19 and injuries. Um, South Africa was also one of the first uh, teams to be impacted by COVID-19 at Tokyo with the football team players and analysts um, testing positive and then of course also the sevens rugby coach. So the pandemic has um, added an extra dimension of fear for the Olympians who test positive um, for the virus. Moving on to a slightly different topic when it comes to Africa and the Olympics. When will we see Africa host the Games? Surely it's long overdue. It's a very complex uh, question. Um, Historically, mega events such as the Olympics and the FIFA World Cup were hosted predominantly by Western nations and underscoring the unequal distribution of these events globally. In recent years, the geographical location of staging sports mega events has changed, especially in relation to the FIFA World Cup, uh, which we have seen hosted in South Africa, Brazil and Russia in 2010, 2014 and 2018 respectively. However, the same cannot be said for the Olympic Games. With Rio hosting 2016, it seemed promising for the future Games in Africa especially after South Africa's successful hosting of the 2010 FIFA World Cup. However, after the FIFA experience as well as Durban's uh, withdrawal from the 2022 Commonwealth Games, there seems to be less of an appetite for a country like South Africa. And the closest Africa will come to hosting the Olympic Games in the near future is the Dakar 2022 Youth Olympic Games. So this was a competition that was introduced by the IOC um, in 2010. It, it was awarded to Dakar in 2018. However, due to the postponement of Tokyo, it is now set to take place in 2026. And this will be the first Olympic event to take place in Africa. 
So emerging powers have used these mega events as tools for public diplomacy and to boost its soft power on the international stage. Certainly for Cape Town 2004, um, this was an attempt by South Africa um, to emerge in terms of post-apartheid and, sig and signal its emergence on the, on, on, on the world stage. But we lost to Athens and who were awarded the bids after the Centennial Games went to Atlanta. So it remains to be seen whether Africa will ever get an opportunity to host an Olympic Games in the new future. With 2032 going to Brisbane, the next available opportunity will be 2036. At this stage, India, Indonesia and Istanbul, who have uh, Istanbul, the latter having bid many times previously, have all expressed their interest in 2036. So perhaps it will be Africa's turn in 2040. Oh wow, 2040 only. So then, what's the broader impact of the games always going to rich or Western countries? With the recent announcement of 2032 being awarded to Brisbane and the Games returning to Australia since Sydney 2000, it seems that the IOC or the International Olympic Committee is choosing stability in more developed nations over giving emerging nations an opportunity. 2024 will be hosted in Paris. 2028 sees the return of the Games to LA. 2024 and 2028 were awarded simultaneously and Brisbane was chosen without a rival bid. So all three consecutive hosts are wealthy, traditional Olympic nations and none of them were secured with multiple cities on the ballot. The new bidding procedures were set to bring greater transparency and reduce the financial burden on bidding cities. However, when the IOC gave Brisbane exclusive negotiation rights earlier this year, the decision led other countries who were interested in bidding for 2032, such as Qatar, Hungary and Germany blindsided. And so with the IOC seemingly choosing uh, low risk, uh, given the contestations around Rio 2016 and the postponed uh, 2020 Tokyo Olympics still under investigation by French prosecutors, also the contestation around Tokyo going ahead amidst the global pandemic, and then the human rights record of the 2022 Winter Games, which will be hosted in Beijing, being questioned, the status quo of the unequal distribution of sports mega events is being maintained. Seemingly, the IOC is not committed to leveling the playing fields and implementing the reforms proposed um, in Agenda 2020, where it becomes possible to host a future games in a more manageable and sustainable manner in territories not usually considered traditional Olympic countries. I think COVID-19 has also questioned the vulnerability of the games. And while the nuances of dealing with the virus are complex, perhaps one of the options that the IOC need to consider is a ge geographically diverse hosting of the games, as we have seen with FIFA 2026 and the recent Euros. And I think perhaps this will then make it easier for emerging developing countries, as well as giving Africa that opportunity it needs um, to be a future host. Okay, so back to the present and the Tokyo Games. What have been the personal highlights for you of the African participation? 
for me, standout athletes and as a woman, <laughs> I'm going to go with the women first. I think South Africa's Tatiana Schoenmaker, um, gold in the 200 meter breaststroke and also setting a world record in addition to a silver medal in the 100 meters breaststroke. Considering that there were no female swimmers that were part of the contingent um, in Rio and also with the last gold uh, being won 25 years ago in Atlanta by Penny Haynes. Another South African, I think uh, with surfing being new on the Olympic competition schedule, uh, Bianca Beitendach um, stands out given the COVID scare and then also beating Australia's uh, Stephanie Gilmore, a seven-time world champion in the third round and then also taking out the number two seed Caroline Marks of the US. I think that's a great achievement. And then I also would like to signal uh, Namibia's Christine Momba, who won the 200 meter silver medal and she's the first uh, Namibian woman to, to medal at an Olympics and also because she was told um, just a you know, a few weeks ago that she was not able to compete in the 400 meters uh, due to high levels of testosterone. And so to come back from that and still uh, show that she belongs and, and she's an, an athlete of Olympic caliber, I think it's a, it's a great achievement for her. In the men, I'm going to go back to the pool. I think the performance by the Tunisian um, Ahmed Hafnui, um, a gold uh, medal winning performance in the 400 meter uh, freestyle by a really young athlete just 18 years of age and also considering that he only came eighth in the youth olympic games in 2018 it was a fantastic achievement uh, for him and then finally i'm gonna go with uganda's uh, duo of joshua Cheptege and jacob kiplimo who finished second and third in the 10,000 meters i know um, that the race tactics did not go according to plan for for a one-two, but I think still a wonderful achievement um, by the Ugandans. What do you think of having the Olympic Games with no spectators? The big factor missing, of course, was was the no spectators and and what it means to experience um, an Olympics in a in a very unique and different way. And to the extent how we are going to go forward with 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 future Olympic Games, given the the, the current risks with COVID and how that gets taken. Um, consideration into planning going forward. Um, I think, of course, sitting here, having experienced several Olympic Games as a, as a researcher and traveling with students to the Olympic Games and now watching it just on TV, I think it's still very, very an emotional and spectacular experience, but I'm sure the athletes would want that support. The COVID-19 pandemic disrupted an iconic sporting event, yet, the Olympic Games still went on in Tokyo, Japan. The lingering question that remains is how long before we see the Games hosted by a non-Western country? Thanks for tuning into this episode of Pasha, produced by Ozer Patel and Charles Blino. From me, Gottfried Boafo. Bye for now.